Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. And let me just wrap this up really quick. I don't want to talk about radicals in a radical way, and I hope that makes sense. But this whole thing of a separate national anthem determined not by who you are, but by the color of your skin, stands in direct opposition to all the goals of the civil rights movement and the dream of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that's something I've been saying continually now for several years. The gains that were made in the civil rights movement are quickly being erased by the radical left in the name of civil rights. Segregation was gone It's back. The liberal left is trying to encourage us to have segregated dormitories again. Colleges and universities all across America have segregated graduation ceremonies, and they're doing it in the name of diversity and inclusion. What? You, in the name of inclusion, you are having black only graduation ceremonies, and in the name of inclusion, you're having black-only dormitories. I mean, hello? And let me just again emphasize that the very root of having a separate national anthem for black people goes goes back to the black nationalist movement and the ultimate goal of the black nationalist movement, and again, please don't believe it because I tell you this, is a separate black nation. And if necessary, they are willing to shed blood to do it. It is absolutely radical. And so many people are dumb enough to say, well, you know, if they want their own national anthem, then I guess we'll just give it to them. They have no idea what they are encouraging. They have no idea what the root is. 99.9% of all Americans have no clue what Kwanzaa is about. And I thought Kwanzaa was dead for many, many years. Every single year I had Kwanzaa Day on Bob Bernie Live. I would take almost a full hour and go detail by detail by detail by detail how Kwanzaa began, Ron Karinga and all of that, what their goals, et cetera, was. And I did that every year for years so people would know what Kwanzaa was all about. Well, then we hardly ever heard about Kwanzaa until the last couple of years. I heard more about Kwanzaa this year than I have in many, many years. It never really went away. It is part of a radical leftist movement, and because the radical leftists are in control now of our school system, 
our presidential administration. Kwanzaa has now come back in full force. And it has nothing to do with Africa. I mean, if you check it out, again, Kwanzaa was never celebrated in Africa. Most Americans think, oh, this was a celebration back in in many, many years ago in Africa. And isn't that wonderful that they brought that traditional celebration from Africa to America? No! It was never celebrated in Africa. It is the invention in the warped imagination of a radical leftist who spent time in prison for torturing his own followers. And again, don't believe me, check it out for yourself. So, to me, the Black National Anthem being played at the Super Bowl, it's a big deal. It gives credence to an extremely dangerous and divisive movement. That's why I took such a strong stand against BLM, Black Lives Matter. It was evil. It was wicked. Why? Because the ultimate goal was to divide us, blacks and whites, blacks and Asians. The goal was division. We are better than you. And so I took a very, very strong stand against it. All right, enough of that. All right, I'm um, I'm going to move on. But that's why this is not, this is a big deal. It is a big deal. We don't have national anthems dependent upon the color of your skin. Absolutely un-American. All right, this is tragic. I came across this headline this morning. Former downtown church to become music hall and bar. Yeah, it's talking about Central Presbyterian Church in downtown Columbus, one of the oldest buildings in downtown Columbus, built in the 1880s, 1860s. It was built in the 1860s, one of the oldest and most beautiful buildings in all of downtown Columbus. And from the 1860s, it was Central Presbyterian Church. And at one time, the gospel was preached from the pulpit of Central Presbyterian Church. And then, according to a news release, because of failing attendance, the church decided that they had to sell and cap up. Center, what is it, the whatever for the performing arts. Kappa does a great job. They operate the Ohio Theater, the Palace, the Southern Theater, and so forth. They do really good things. Well, they bought it several years ago. They mothballed it, and now they're going to turn it into a music hall and a bar. Well, I don't like bars, but I have no problems with a music hall. What is very sad to me is this has been happening in Europe for years. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful churches that once proclaimed the gospel. 
kept going farther and farther and farther to the left, became more and more liberal, and as they became more and more liberal, fewer and fewer people attended, and they became mortuaries. And all over Europe, there are these beautiful buildings that once presented the gospel. People would get there and get saved. Their lives would be changed and transformed and now there are art galleries, there are bars, there are restaurants, there every imaginable thing. It's been happening in Europe for many years, and now it's happening here in America. What do we say? Everything the liberal left touches, they destroy. When the Protestant denominations in America left behind the authority of Scripture, and began drifting to a social gospel rather than the real gospel, attendance declined, buildings were sold, and uh, we are seeing here in America what Europe has been experiencing for a long time. Beautiful building, and I'm sure Kappa will do something very nice with it. They're going to restore it. It'll be beautiful. But it will not be used for the purpose for which it was built. The preaching, the proclamation of Scripture, the presentation of the gospel, and the glorification of Jesus Christ. Those days are gone. And liberalism is responsible. All right. We'll take a break and uh, we'll be back. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. We've heard it now for a couple of months. Israel must agree to a ceasefire. We have to have a ceasefire. Israel must, 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 must agree to a ceasefire. America has said it, Egypt has said it, Saudi Arabia has said it, the world has said it, the United Nations, Israel has got to accept a ceasefire. Well, Israel has offered a two-month ceasefire. Sixty days. Two full months. Israel has said to Hamas, all right? Let's uh, exchange prisoners for hostages. We have some of your prisoners. You have our hostages. Tell you what, we will shut down all of our military operations for two full months. We'll make sure that you get aid for those that are hurting. You'll have two months to get water and supplies and fuel and so on and so forth. All we want 
is our hostages, which you took brutally on October 7th. Hamas's response, "Eh -eh, nope, nope, we're not going to do it. Now, I guarantee you that if Hamas suggested a two-month ceasefire with the exchange of prisoners and hostages, if Hamas had said, hey, listen, you're beating us up here pretty bad, and uh, we got to have a ceasefire, and I'll tell you what, we will give you your hostages if you'll just stop bombarding us and, and attacking us for two months. And if Israel said no, the world would be on fire against Israel. There would be special meetings of the United Nations Security Council. The news media would be going crazy. Israel turned down offer of ceasefire. Wicked, horrible, evil Israel won't agree to a ceasefire. But since it's Israel that offered the ceasefire and Hamas has rejected it, you're not going to hear any condemnation of Hamas. In fact, probably most of the news media will say, well, uh, uh, of course Hamas didn't, uh, you know, acknowledge it because it didn't go far enough, uh, you know. Folks, listen, and again, I I know that you are smarter than the average bear and you understand Scripture and you also have some common sense. You know that Hamas has never even once kept a peace agreement that they have made with Israel. This has happened over and over and over again. Rockets, 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 rockets come into Israel. Israel retaliates, and Hamas says, okay, okay, let's get a ceasefire and a peace agreement. And Israel goes, okay, okay, we'll do that. And then Hamas, or Hezbollah up in the north, they violate it. It's happened over and over and over again. And the United States and Egypt and I think Saudi Arabia or Qatar are really pressuring Israel for a two-state solution, an independent, independently governed Palestinian state in Gaza and the West Bank. Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, has wisely said, no way, Jose. I don't know whether he said Jose, but he said, no way. When you understand what Hamas is all about, Hamas has one major goal, and it's not independence. It's not really freedom. It's the total annihilation of Israel. They have a deep-seated hatred rooted in radical Islamic belief, and their major goal is not independent self-government and all that stuff. It's the total annihilation of the nation of Israel. How do you reach a peace agreement with people 
who have stated openly, publicly, loudly, and proudly, we want you dead. Israel is in a very, very difficult situation. Most of the world is saying, ceasefire, ceasefire, peace, 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 two-state solution, give the Palestinians what they want, give the Palestinians their own independent state. Most of the world is crying out and pressuring Israel. In my opinion, and like I keep telling you, I'm not an expert on anything, if Israel were to agree to an independent Palestinian state where Israel has no say in who is elected to govern the governing situation, how the government would be made up in this Palestinian state, if Israel would agree to that, no matter what the agreement says, they would be signing their own death warrant. And I don't think they're going to do it this time. And they've done it before. They have given up land over and over and over again to the Palestinians and basically said, just leave us alone. Okay, you want this land? All right, here, you can have it. Just just leave us alone. Can we just live side by side in peace? All we want is to enjoy our nation that God has given us, and we just want to be left alone. And look what has happened continually. So um, we continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We continue to pray that Israel will defeat their enemies. We continue to pray that peace can be restored. Uh, What will become of this offer from Israel for a two-month ceasefire? So far, Hamas has refused. We'll see. We'll see if the world pressures Hamas as they have pressured Israel. 